0: The following is part two of a two-part podcast, so if you're interested in understanding what's going on, make sure that you're caught up on the previous part.
1: Sure. So you're talking about like uh, I would have to wear a mask due to the government telling me that I have to wear a mask to help protect someone else.
0: No, not just that you would have to wear a mask, but if you didn't wear mm-hmm. a mask and somebody around you got sick, the government would like a uh, mandate that a stipend of your wages would would be. Pro- how would provided. how would they
1: know how would they know that I am the person who got them sick?
0: If you live with a person, or you co work with a person, or you can use vector tracing, or like yeah, there are, there are ways to determine with reasonable certainty. Well, the
1: only way the only way to get there, well, reasonable certainty versus actual certainty, um, for a mother aborting her kid but um but okay so to first of all you'd have to go through a lot of steps here so for one you'd have to prove that i definitively did that and the only way to definitively do that is the government would then have to also step in and force people to take tests to mandatory to say look you have COVID or whatever which I think that um I don't know what your thoughts are are on that do you think that that's that's uh, ethical that we should allow the government to do that
0: under your system I think that would be necessary because it would be the only way to allow contact tracing to determine who's responsible for infecting who you're the one who wants state involvement mm-hmm. in medical care. Like, you're, yeah. you're the one who wants, like, the state to, like, overlook everything. I, I'm, I don't, so. I don't
1: want the state to overlook everything. I want the state to make sure uh, or to have a law that we cannot kill each other. Or right, the or state, kill, well, the state. Well, we do have
0: people. we do have that law currently. What you're looking to do yeah. is criminalize um, people who decide not to um, sacrifice their bodily autonomy to preserve the lives of those who are harmed yeah. or at threat because of their actions. But you can extrapolate that really, really far. Now we can. No, we could well, hold on because we've on. been at it for well, an hour. Keep, I just keep want going, to say,
1: keep okay,
0: We can run down that forever, like that, yeah. like line. I just want to say, as a libertarian, that I cannot conscientiously like allow yeah. the state to have that degree of involvement. <laughs> in um, people's rights i think that bodily autonomy is virtually sacred i think that it's one of the very few things that we should absolutely and unambiguously defend under any context and i think you you don't believe that Sure, I do. With the exception of some like contractual sacrifices.
1: No, I already gave I already gave you like analogies that you said. Well, no, you absolutely. I gave you the skydiving analogy. I that's you not, even that's had an not analogy bodily
0: autonomy. Saying I won't kill oh, wait you. Minute, wait, and minute, then minute, wait, wait, Killing a person isn't bodily autonomy.
1: Okay, okay, okay. So, so you're saying so even in your own analogy where you were talking about oh well you know if you're hanging off of this cliff or or whatever and I said okay if you and this is how we got into the force thing so don't don't forget about that so when when you were like um, well that was a contractual agreement um, we agreed that I was going to hang this person over the the edge and I was like, okay, so what if you force that person over the edge? You force them into that murder. same dependency. Okay. I, exactly, exactly. So so what I'm saying is, you're literally just pushing gosh, a person gosh, over a cliff. Let me let me Vosh, can I finish my, my 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 thought here? Sure. Okay, thank you. So what I said was is that Vosh, if you force this person over the edge, and then you said like uh, uh, almost without hesitation you were like absolutely you should be charged because you forced that person into that state of dependency and then you remove that dependency and then they died because of it right i
0: can't that I just, is how
1: well, the, well go ahead well damn the idea i not want to make sure i'm
0: not a pregnancy and abortion are even remotely comparable to like directly murdering a person
1: I'm talking about forcing someone into a state of dependency on your bodily autonomy. These aren't We're talking bodily, about bodily, these
0: aren't autonomy. bodily autonomy.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're saying, so you're saying that if I force, uh, or if, if someone is hanging off of the off of the, uh, a cliff or you're the using edge of a abstract rooftop or whatever, language because you know I am, how distant I am these holding ideas them. Are. No, you just don't want to engage because you know that you're you're fucking wrong. No, it's not bodily.
0: Wait, this is like saying no, like public, if you point so a gun is, at a person, it's what, a violation bodily of bodily autonomy? autonomy to force them to not pull the trigger. Like this isn't a matter oh, sure, of bodily oh, autonomy. Sure. What
1: is bodily autonomy?
0: But with regards to, like the philosophical, um, what is like,
1: bodily autonomy? Concept,
0: include? Bodily autonomy is like the preservation of an individual's right to do what they want to with their body, insofar okay. as it um uh, uh um, insofar as it um doesn't violate the rights of others.
1: Okay, so tell me how if someone is is holding onto my arm, or I'm holding onto them actually, and I am holding them off of a off of an edge, are you telling me that has nothing to do with bodily autonomy, even though they are completely dependent on my body?
0: No, that's really not a bodily autonomy issue. Again, is like if, if I pointed a gun at you and then you were no, like, "Dude, stop, don't
1: stop pull." the no, 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 I just but, but this just is how dumb it mind. sounds.
0: If I pointed a gun at you and you're like, "Dude, don't pull the trigger," and I'm like, "You don't have any right over my bodily autonomy," and then I pull the trigger, like. That's not, a bodily, that's not the same.
1: That's not the same thing at all, because that's I'm not, not bodily autonomy. issue. No, it is that. Per- exactly. That's not a bodily autonomy issue, because you are not dependent on that person's body for survival. In you're this dependent analogy, on me not pulling you the are trigger operating in such bad faith. So hold on. So hold on. So you're saying that if somebody is hanging, if I am holding someone over the edge of a cliff, that that is not any way, shape or form related to bodily autonomy, even though that person right there is completely reliant on my body for survival. But you can't actually, you can't actually articulate how it's not.
0: What if the gun had a reverse trigger? So when I when I I point the gun at you,
1: I'm talking about. Please wait, wait, no, engage with This is with per- wait, 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 perfectly
0: analogous. Hold on. What if the gun is a oh, reverse you trigger? You
1: can't even talk about my analogy. You can't even tell me how it's not how it's, it's the same you analogy, just
0: me. with the nouns replaced. Okay. Oh, if, th- I, if
1: it's the same analogy, then go into my analogy. Tell me if specifically.
0: I, if I point a gun at you, okay, and it oh has a reverse God. trigger, so I depress the trigger to prep the You're mechanism. You're like
1: Victoria Hammett. You're like the most bad
0: No, hold on. Okay, I just I want you to get behind this argument, okay? Because this is how dumb you. I'm not getting behind shit. This is how dumb you sound. Come on, let me.
1: What I said watch watch i have no problem this isn't behind
0: my w- this isn't bodily autonomy it's just not so all i can do okay. is make fun of the absurdity of your example <laughs> and i was going to do it in a funny way we were going to have a laugh <laughs> hold together
1: on, hold on so this is so so wait a minute so wait a minute so you're just appealing to ignorance you don't know how it is but you're just no, it's, saying no, it's no not. it's
0: not you don't know how okay. it isn't
1: what is it not
0: this isn't a bodily autonomy issue this is just how murder. how is it not okay can i ask you a question
1: vosh i, I need will you, be you i just want to know i want to know vosh vosh vosh, vosh please vosh. i'm telling you i will answer i promise you i promise to whatever god or whoever anybody believes in i promise you that i will answer your question if you answer mine if you really want to get to
0: it the, the, if you really want to get to it the answer is that you already violated their bodily, bodily autonomy by pushing <sighs> them over the edge and everything you do after that point is just the legal line between murder and attempted murder if like if you really want to get okay, to it, you already okay, engaged okay, okay, in the violation.
1: Okay, so 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 the the thing that that makes it well, okay, so the thing that makes it not bodily autonomy in your in your mind is because you force that person into that state of dependency, right?
0: No, it's not because you forced that person into a state of dependency. It, oh my god, okay, okay. force
1: them to be there, right? Did you force them to be? It's you not you're saying it's because you did that. So so in the this the initial example,
0: act was a crime. Yeah. Having sex isn't a crime.
1: Oh my god. Vosh, vosh. So so hold on. So you're saying that if I removed this um if I said that you I didn't push you over this edge or whatever and then you did that of your own free will and we had this agreement and I just ha- hanged you over there um then that would be bodily autonomy? Uh
0: like for you to let them go? Sure. Also no. You engage in an informal contract at that point to not drop a person. Okay, what what
1: if it's what if it's like what what if it's like damaging to me? It's hard, it's hard for me to hold you up.
0: Like their arm is made of razor blades or something?
1: No, it's, they're just heavy as shit. They're, they weigh as much as I do. They're like 245 pounds.
0: It like, and you're about to go over the edge? Then yeah, you would have sure. a, a legal and moral right to drop them. Yeah, if they're going to kill both of you, then I'm yeah. Saying,
1: but I'm saying, based off of bodily autonomy, right?
0: Well, sh- I mean, based off a number of things.
1: Bodily autonomy, correct?
0: I don't. I don't know if that's a bodily autonomy issue or if that's more of like I, okay. utilitarian calculus issue. Or... I
1: feel like you just don't understand what bodily autonomy is. No, I'm is pretty sure.
0: Are... Wait, can I ask you my question? Oh, wait. Wait. If I have. Wait. If I have a gun. You know those guns that have. Um. I don't know if they're called reverse triggers, but the gun only fires when the trigger gets pulled back out. Like, depressing it only primes the mechanism, and then you let go of the trigger and it fires. You know what I mean? So if I if I point that gun at you and I pull the trigger and then I point the gun at you and then at this point you are now relying yeah dead man switch yeah you are now relying on my bodily autonomy because i have to continue to autonomy. depress this trigger so like would it be a bodily autonomy issue it's just murder it's just murder you're with not you're steps. not
1: relying on that's not that's not what bodily autonomy is wait how gosh. is that not bodily autonomy no because because I am not dependent on your body at all. Yeah, you are. You're dependent
0: all. on my hand staying in no, a clenched I'm position. A,
1: no, no, no. What I'm what I am dependent on, we're not even dependent is that well, I guess you would say dependent, but I'm dependent on on you just not killing me. Right? I'm not actually, but but the actual bodily autonomy piece of it, I'm not actually reliant on. So bodily autonomy, and then you you actually talked about. It. So bodily autonomy is the right to self-govern, right? You have the right to expel, you have the right to uh, modify, you have the right to destroy all of these things from your body, right? So it has nothing to do. You, you're you're going into so much disanalogy or, d- or so many disanalogous uh situations to try they're and have some, I don't know, some some they're not the same and if you don't understand that they're the same i don't think that i can help you right because i've i've talked about this multiple times you do not understand what it's one of two things either a you do not understand what bodily autonomy is or b you do understand what bodily autonomy is and you're just operating under complete intellectual dishonesty right so if you are saying if you are saying that if but that by holding someone over the edge of a cliff That if I if I choose to uh, let them go, that that has nothing to do with bodily autonomy. What I'm saying, my my thing is that, sure, bodily autonomy, but the right of that life of that person's life supersedes your right to bodily autonomy. That's my argument. But it's still absolutely one thousand percent is bodily autonomy uh, or a bodily autonomy argument. You don't understand that or you're just operating under bad faith. Either way, um, it, it is what it is.
0: I mean, I feel like this side of the argument is... Co- I disagree, of course, but I feel like this side of the argument is irrelevant because we've sure, already acknowledged you the fact that you're, you disagree, you're comfortable ahead. with the state criminally penalizing people for not allowing right. their blood to be hooked up to friends who are injured in car accidents. Now you're pivoting. Fall. No, no, no. Wait, hold pivoting. on. Wait, that's not a pivot. The argument we're yeah. currently having is a subset of that argument. That argument no, has please. already been made. You've already bitten the bullet on a social convention that I would never get behind. Um...
1: What's bodily autonomy?
0: Wait, wait, how about you? I thought I answered this earlier. Why don't you tell me what bodily autonomy okay. is?
1: Why? Why is it not? I already told you what. I, I just I just explained to you what bodily autonomy was.
0: Wait, what? Can you repeat? I didn't hear.
1: Yeah, so body autonomy is based off of the, it, it's almost based off of property rights. Well, certain philosophers, John Locke and all these other people kind of base it off of that. But it's the right to self-govern, right? So when it comes to, when it comes to your body specifically, um, you have the right to evict uh, anything from your body uh, on or in your body. Um, you have the right to evict. Uh, you have the right to modify. You have the right to um, use. You have the right to secure your body, to alienate your body, to modify, destroy, whatever. You have all of these rights. This is this is based off of bodily autonomy. Um, I mean, I could give you a study if you want to really understand what bodily autonomy well, is.
0: It's a, but, um, well, it's a it's a philosophical concept, not a not a biological. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, sure, sure. No, well, I could give you I could give you what um, other philosophers would would kind of denote to so being bodily autonomy.
0: Bodily autonomy means that you have a right to evict stuff from your body. It seems like uh, yes.
1: Absolutely. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. However, what you believe is that the right to bodily autonomy must always supersede another person's right to life, even if you force that person into a state of dependency, which when you have bitten the bullet on that one, I would never get behind that. Yeah, well, because that's because I'm
0: pro-choice.
1: I mean, that's – yeah, I mean that's – I just find it to be immoral. But what I'm saying is is that if you force someone to be in a state of dependency like I just provided here, which you don't want to say is bodily autonomy because you know it would no, be the, fucking the, insane. No, the
0: cliffside thing is completely disanalogous. It's 100 percent disanalogous How to anything. How is it not bodily? Uh, okay. <laughs> we, But we already addressed but, the larger but, argument but, here. We already addressed gonna,
1: the – I'm going to go into that. I'm not even going to go into that, but this is what I'm going to say is, is cause at this point we're, we're kind of, this is kind of like circular, uh, I think we already
0: addressed we like fundamentally, we already addressed like the underlying difference that we have in like, you think that it's okay for the state to like peer down into people's bedrooms and make sure that they can, that there are situations where they can like criminally penalize people for wait, not a straw man. There are literally back alley abortions that take place. You literally want that to happen. Yeah. Um, uh, as long what, as it's Mac- being oh, done abortions? to
1: help other people, huh? No, I don't want them to be done.
0: Well, you I want use, the I state actually, to I actually, arrest actually, people. I actually used doing. to have,
1: I usually used to have a, a stance on that to where, well, actually someone who was pro-choice that kind of made me, made me think about that, but, um, Yeah, I used to say that I don't give a shit if they are having back alley abortions because they're killing of a person. But if they don't know that they're killing a person, which I find is just more of an educational thing, you know, should they be charged with the same crime of murder? Maybe, maybe not, because intent does matter. Because intent does matter. But anyway, what what, what I'm trying to get at here is that I'm going to kind of just just did this whole thing. But. um this is the reason why Vosh and I told you that we would, we would need to come back to this really quickly mm-hmm. is that this is the reason why we got into um, we got into the whole talking about is it force or is it not force because in this scenario when I gave this scenario to you before um, you were like okay but the problem is is that you force that person over that cliff and I said okay you force that person into that state of dependency on you so if you remove that dependency that would be killing them or, or I'm sorry if they died you would then be killing them and then you said yes and then i said okay so do you not agree that pregnancy forces a life into being and you said no that does not force a life into being even though you kind of also did because when i gave you that analogy when it comes to or i gave you that thought experiment of having a button and pressing the button and all these other things you're like well no i
0: don't think um, force yeah, means your, any product your, of your actions like any consequential or um like anything that results I, I don't think like causality and force mean the same thing yeah,
1: but vosh force when we're talking about force force just means that you achieve or you brought about something through efforts of your own
0: yeah but right? usually so, like, that's so, in the context of like a deliberate attempt usually force implies intent or like will um usually people who get abortions didn't so, mean to have like fetuses growing in them
1: Bosh, I don't I don't really care what what some parts of society want it to be or what you want it to be. I'm, <laughs> wait, talking, wait, about defi- talking, I'm talking about Wait, what? We're like, talking about the definition of words. Yes, wait. Yes, we are talking Yeah, exactly. We're talking about the definition. You were trying to manipulate the definition in any way shape or form. I'm telling you no, definitionally. No, I'm not
0: manipulate. Well, okay, hold on. Hold wait. On. Did you do in the example I gave you earlier, the analogy, did you force your friend in the the car the car one? Yeah. Did you force that yeah. person into a comatose and medically dependent state?
1: Did you force them into a state?
0: Yeah, is that, is that you, forcing them? Actions okay. of your own? Yeah.
1: Sure, yeah, we already, I already talked to you about that.
0: Okay, I don't think that would constitute force. I think that you brought them to that state. I don't think that it would be forcing them into that state. I think well, that okay, word be, carries connotations fair? that aren't present. Sure,
1: sure. Okay, so to be fair, to force them into a state of dependency more so, this is why that analogy isn't isn't as... <sighs> It's not as analogous as you would really need it to be. I'm not saying that in that analogy you are being intellectually dishonest. That's What's not the what difference. I'm saying. Wait, how
0: is it not? If it's if that's I'm, forcing. Then... Gosh, I'm
1: going to tell you. Okay. I'm going to tell you. But what I'm what I'm saying is, is that it's not exactly the same. Just because when you're talking about pregnancy, um, that person is already you. You connected that per. You quote unquote connected that person to you, right? For for this to really be analogous to uh, your. Um, this thing with the friend and and whatever i would have had to have like forced them to be connected to me right and they had no uh they had no say in it
0: did you force them into a state of dependency
1: again sure sure yeah so so, so So, yeah we so so we just
0: yeah we just disagreeing with the meaning of
1: hold on hold on hold on let let me finish my 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 thought here so what i'm saying is um and i i thought i said this before but i guess i guess i didn't so if i didn't then it's fine I'll, i'll just reiterate it so um okay so for this to be analogous right that friend is basically you're equating to the fetus right? Okay. Okay. So so that for that uh for this to be analogous, you would have to say okay, so I put them into that state of dependency because I physically connected them or I did some, I connected them to me, right? They had no choice. They had no choice whether they were going to be connected to me or not. The same way that a fetus has no choice whether they're going to be there. It is a biological function. They have no, uh, they're, they're not uh, acting of their own conscious and voluntarily or voluntary will, right? It is, it is completely subconscious. So this here, um, I connected them to me. Now they're connected. Um, and I force them to be uh, in a state of dependency on me. Now, if I remove that cable at any point in time, if I remove that cable or whatever you want to say, and they, uh, knowing that they will die and they did die, then yes, I absolutely killed them. That is what would make it analogous. And if you don't see how that's making it analogous, I don't really know what to tell you.
0: But the, I mean, you can try and tell wait, me the how connect- not. The connection didn't happen while you were awake. The connection happened while you were under. It was done by doctors <laughs> without your consent.
1: How was it done by doctors without my consent?
0: You were asleep. You were still conked on the head.
1: Right, again, again, Vosh, so, so hold on, so hold on, so hold on. So, Vosh, so when you're talking about pregnancy, when you're talking about pregnancy, that person, that mother, I mean, also the father, but the mother's the only person who can get pregnant, so we're only talking about her. So that mother uh, is the person that forced that uh that fetus to be quote unquote connected to her body. I'm saying to make it analogous to what your scenario is, you personally, that, that person who caused that accident, that person would have had to have connected uh themselves to that other person, to the person that you hit. Mothers um, don't connect and they, and they had and they had no say in
0: it. Mothers don't connect their womb tubes to fertilized eggs that happens oh my without their god
1: control. oh my god oh my god oh my god well, you realize so,
0: mothers don't deliberately do that right like they don't concentrate and like squint their forehead and like the tubes connect right that just happens there's no pregnancy button it happens so you okay, wake so, up and the doctor can well wait we've already got over this hold on wait Oh my god, there are so many elements to the abortion debate. We was so we didn't even get to the person and stuff, which I don't know if anyone wants to hear about. Uh, it doesn't and really There's it doesn't also really matter the social there's also the fact that societies which allow abortion are like objectively better because abortion is an effective way of population control and families that can't take care of additional kids generally need abortion as a way of I don't of prevent- look at
1: it as, in a utilitarian standpoint like you do. I look at it as an individual uh, on an individual level that you cannot. An individual uh, level kill isn't individual.
0: a moral philosophy. What do you mean you're a deontologist?
1: Well, I wouldn't say that I'm a deontologist, but I would say that certain things uh, are are should be are, are just wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Could be deontologically wrong. So, like, I would say that the uh, that a 40 year old having sex with a 10 year old is uh, deontologically wrong.
0: Well, I can I could you can justify that through utilitarianism as, as well. Uh... So
1: wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So are you saying that uh, and I'm not trying to straw man? You, so you, you tell me if I'm if I'm misrepresenting you here. Are you saying that now, because your, your argument was bodily autonomy, but okay, but are you saying that it's now for the good of the rest of the people? So so you're like one of those people who's like, okay, um, if you can sacrifice one person to save a thousand, you're like, well, we should do that. We should kill that person.
0: No, that's, right? no, that's your argument, not my that's argument. not my argument at all. Your argument is violating bodily autonomy for the life of other people. That's not my argument.
1: Oh my goodness. Okay. All right. So anyway, so so we're 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 definitely getting circular here. But again, I think
0: I think we derive what... a strong utilitarian benefit from ensuring um, the bodily autonomy of every citizen in our country.
1: Okay. So you're just saying that it's a uh, in your in 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 your moral framework or whatever you are saying that um, or your conclusion that it's just a healthy consequence of, uh, of of bodily autonomy.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, everything that I advocate for okay. would be something that ha- that has healthy consequences. I would hope.
1: So, yeah, I get that. But you're saying that, like, for instance, like if bodily autonomy wasn't your argument, you wouldn't just say, oh, well, we should still do it because it will have these net benefits to the rest of society.
0: If bodily autonomy and its legal protections had a negative impact on society, then I wouldn't defend it. But I think they do have a positive impact, so...
1: So it doesn't matter if it's a negative impact on an individual; it just matters that it's negatively affects society as a whole.
0: Well, we're talking about laws here. Laws have to be aggregated to average out the general good and general harm that they do. Uh, any, yeah. any, very, even very good laws can sometimes individually hurt people. Like it's, it's just a matter of what broad effect it has.
1: No, I'm, I'm understanding, but can you answer my question?
0: Uh, can you repeat your question?
1: Yeah. So I'm, I'm asking you if. Like if bodily autonomy wasn't wasn't your argument, I understand that it is your argument. But but what I'm trying to get at is is that are you are you one of those people who believes that? Um, do you believe that the ends justify the means? Yeah, of course. Okay, so do you, do you, are you that person who would say that, look, we should kill one person to save however many, or are you not that person?
0: No, because there are overlapping levels of utilitarian analysis that you can use to justify okay. social rules, which individually may seem to be detrimental from a utilitarian perspective, but collectively okay. end up having a great social benefit. So an example of that would be an advocacy for bodily autonomy. You could conceivably mm-hmm. play trolley problem and save five people's yeah. lives with the Mm-hmm. organs of one healthy person who was otherwise going to live but you don't want to do that because bodily autonomy is very important and if you defend it you get benefits down the line in other ways it's like true st- so, so stopping real quick of the state
1: yeah so real quick and i know this isn't directly related to abortion but uh, but I'm, I'm i'm honestly just curious so in that in that phil i mean everyone has we've gone through that in just about every college every every, every philosophy uh, philosophy class mm-hmm. but um So, okay. So in that scenario, would you go ahead and like, if you're hitting five people, but you can make that decision to kill one person instead of five, would you do that?
0: Um, so the trolley problem is interesting, not because of what it is, but because of we project onto it. I would, I think it would rather one person die than five, but the question is, are there other ways in which that, um, in, in which that, uh, situation can be extrapolated into societal consequences? Like for example, organ harvesting, uh, once you get into lines like that, then all of a sudden you don't want to do it because then you're violating something else. So the the rule consequence for like the trolley problem would be don't stand on the tracks and let the fewest number of people on the tracks die. But in reality, like the broader philosophical context makes it a lot more complicated i would say that in the trolley problem itself in a vacuum in a philosophical issue on its own i would say yeah. yes pull the lever but when you apply that to societal logic i wouldn't because there could be rule consequences down the line does that make sense sure, I,
1: understand. I understand yeah i absolutely understand what you're saying i still would not would not do that at all like that that was almost immediate when someone first like brought that issue to me i was like no absolutely you can't do that at all
0: what's your logic
1: so so my and again like we're, we're really talking about philosophy so there's really no right or wrong answer on this right or at least at least on this on this question Only it's how just well like, you
0: can justify your answer
1: sure maybe so 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 to me like you may so if i woke up on this train right for anyone who doesn't know this so you wake up on this train of no fault of your own it's not your train but somehow you wake up there and uh the train is going fucking like thousand miles an hour whatever and it's going to hit these fucking five people right or you could switch it You could make the conscious decision to switch it and then it'll only kill one person. So my thought process is that, okay, uh, And I'm not saying I'm a fate guy. Right. But I will say that, look, if I do nothing right, if I do not, I didn't put myself here. It is of no fault of my own. I am about to hit five people. Right. Those people are just destined to die now. Right Um, now. If I make the conscious decision to go ahead and switch to the other track, sure, I am going to kill less people. However, I am now going to kill someone who otherwise would not have been killed if I didn't make that conscious decision it sounds to do like something.
0: It sounds like you delineate a moral distinction between killing things and letting them die. What do you mean? It seems like there's a difference to you morally between killing a thing and allowing it to die
1: sure 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 so 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 for instance like if uh yeah, 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 I think that we agree on that. So, like, for instance, if if it's of no fault of my own, right? If I if I didn't do anything to put them there in that first place. So, for for instance, if I was walking by and somebody was hanging off the side of a cliff and is about to die, or someone's fucking drowning, right? Like, I don't have, I, or at least I don't believe that you have a responsibility. Definitely shouldn't have a legal responsibility to go in there and save that person, right? However, if they are drowning because you fucking threw them off of a fucking boat and now they can't fucking swim then yeah i would say that you do have a responsibility to attempt to save them and if you do not save them then you fucking kill them like i think that you and i could agree on that basic principle right
0: um i definitely think there's a difference between killing something and allowing them to die yeah i think we have different levels of responsibility um based on the yeah. um degree to which we're culpable in a person's death yeah um
1: okay so here's so here's where i'm gonna, gonna kind of end this. Yeah, I think that we could probably kind of end this just because we we've been going for a while now. But I just want to kind of kind of summarize. Obviously, I believe you to be uh, at least through this debate. I, I believe you to be kind of intellectually dishonest in in a couple of in a couple of uh, points when we were talking about bodily autonomy. You don't think that anything has to do with bodily autonomy. If you hang someone over the edge of a cliff, when they are completely reliant on your body for survival, you also didn't, um, even though I gave you the scenario when I was about, look, if you had a button and you press this button, so on and so forth, this will happen. Um, you're like, yes, yes. Through your own effort, you did bring about that conclusion, which definitionally would be force, And you could directly compare that to pregnancy, but you, you were, you really just special pleading on that. And you don't want to apply that circumstance to pregnancy for whatever reason. Uh, um, but, but I would say, um, that I do appreciate the, the conversation that you did have with me. Um, even if we fundamentally disagree, I think that conversations like this are incredibly important, uh, to, to move people forward uh, at all. You know what I mean?
0: Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I agree. I generally don't like abortion arguments because I feel like uh, it's really annoying, but I feel like at the end of the day, everybody is privately arguing the personhood argument. Um, that's been my experience at least that personhood the personhood argument is like what everyone's kind of quietly shadow boxing um and then the and then the bodily autonomy argument is just the stuff that because you can establish more of a legal precedent so there's more to actually argue um, but yeah, yeah I,
1: mean, I find bodily autonomy, autonomy argument to be interesting. I think, I think that there's two arguments that people typically are going with now. It's bodily autonomy and like sentience and like consciousness, right? They're like, oh, well it is a person. Um, yeah, I mean, for, point, for the record, point,
0: I don't, I don't think a penis is a person. I think that personhood is an emergent characteristic or a set of emergent properties. Which why don't arise you think it's interaction with an environment, huh?
1: I mean, it's not going to matter to your bodily autonomy argument because, you know, whether it's a person or not is irrelevant. But just just for the sake of just understanding your view, like, why don't you think that it's a person?
0: Um, The idea to me that we should... So a a, a zygote has essentially no consciousness. A fetus has a middling consciousness, which is significantly less than that of your average house pet. Um, The idea that these things are human in biology is true. In practice, in philosophy, are they persons? I don't necessarily agree. Many people will argue, well, you should assign these people the rights and responsibilities of a human being anyway because they will be a full person in the future. But then you have to wonder, then you start to get into anti-natalism arguments. You say that you force a fetus into existence by having sex. Well, life is full of suffering. Is it ethical to force a being into existence knowing that its life will be miserable? Should people be arrested by the state for having children if they have like, below a certain level of income? You get into some really interesting questions about the moral culpability of future perception. So my argument right. for this is really simple. You can't really know what point an emergent property like consciousness emerges in like, an entity like a fetus. So it's probably the easiest to just set a cutoff point it's arbitrary it's quick it's clean it's dirty birth just cut it there kapam person you know
1: okay wait okay so right so are you saying that you're saying well it's birth because i don't know when personhood starts
0: nobody can i don't think it's possible to know so I think that you no, have no, to
1: know well, people people believe that they know. They they may not agree, but I'm just saying, like in, in in your mind, you're like, Well, look, I don't know when personhood begins, or at least I don't have a belief of when personhood begins. So because of that, I'm going to say birth.
0: I believe it is unknowable. So I think that birth is probably the easiest social like line to draw. Maybe it's a few days before birth, maybe it's years afterwards. I genuinely now, don't know.
1: I believe the opposite. I believe that it would definitely be conception. I believe that that is the I believe that that is the most logical conclusion.
0: That yeah, that that argument has always just been preposterous to me. It's the easiest well, it, one. It, it,
1: it... It's, it's not a, it's not really well, it's easy because I mean it, it makes the most logical sense. They don't have right? the if you're conscious talking about,
0: experience at that age. They aren't even an age. Oh but
1: again, but again, okay, so hold on, so hold on. So then your argument is that it needs to be is consciousness.
0: Well, no. That consciousness is an emergent characteristic developed by engagement. It's an with,
1: arbitrary. Like, extra... It's an it's an arbitrary characteristic, right? So if conception well, is when that new distinct, yeah. So if, if conception is when that new distinguishable like human organism is created, right? Um, any expansion, like any expansion of that organism, when you talk about sentience, uh, pain, uh, a uh, birth, even is completely arbitrary, right? If we go from a zygote to an embryo to a fetus to a neonate outside the womb to uh to an adolescent, every single milestone after conception is just part of a, a human uh, person's uh, developmental process. Well, a human's right? so developmental because,
0: so, process. I don't know yeah, about a,
1: a, human, a human's developmental process. Okay, sure. So a human's developmental process. But because of that, uh, the most logical conclusion of when personhood starts would be the beginning of that new organism's life. I mean, we don't Not even start Not if you believe it's biological... an emergent
0: characteristic based on engagement with the external stimuli. If, if you believe that, then th- that it can't be at that point. There's no way that a zygote can even have external experiences
1: yeah but what i'm saying is that that doesn't matter and nobody can really articulate how that would matter just just because a philosophical
0: criteria is difficult to draw clean lines around doesn't mean that it's an invalid philosophical criteria we know like we know biologically we know that zygotes or like fertilized eggs don't have conscious experiences we know that they don't have the parts to do it and we know that i well i guess you guys don't know that i do I, i i do i i hope you believe me at some point between A and B, we develop something that people call a consciousness. But this concept is as much philosophical as it is linguistic. It's not biological. It's not a zygote. It is me. We have to draw a line somewhere. And it so happens that like whatever criteria I assign personhood for, they, yeah. it just makes the most sense to draw that line out at birth. That's to you, argument. to
1: you, to you. It makes the most sense of yeah, birth. Yeah. For, to me, yeah, for it makes me. the most but sense. of conception. Because because again, when it comes to when it comes to consciousness specifically, I don't even understand this. Like like um, there are many there are many arguments that are I guess you would quote unquote say better pro choice arguments. I would say the bodily autonomy argument. Is one of the better ones. I still think that it's a shitty one. Uh, I understand that you don't believe that I just like debunked your your fucking bodily autonomy argument. I, I completely do, and I'm sure that my followers will. But I'm sure that your followers and all of leftist TikTok is going to think that I got on. But they're trying to be neither.
0: civil here. Come on. But no, it's all, it's all good. It's all good. No, if I, are just civil, I just want to say, if say by the way, if you up. you you said that I acted in bad faith in this conversation. I just want you to know I am at my chillest during abortion conversations because these are philosophical. You want to debate institutional racism with me? That conversation is going to be
1: um, is that going to trigger you?
0: Uh, no, no, I'm usually not the one who gets mad (laughs) in those conversations.
1: Um, I don't get, I don't really get mad. The only thing that frustrates me, like, it's not so much that I get mad, I get frustrated when people only when like people will either they refuse to answer my question and they are con- and they are continuing to dodge the question and try to bring up other scenarios as you have done uh in this in this debate i thought your an- um, your
0: analogies were, were just disanalogous so i tried to, I, I, I think i, I, think, and I, I and think i explained I mean, why i thought that shoulder. too
1: sure and i believe that yours were completely disanalogous and i explained why right so again i think that we just have this fundamental but you not, disagreement wait,
0: but at the end you acknowledge that my main analogy was analogous the one with the car accident you acknowledge that they were analogous enough that you do believe the state should penalize people who decided not to detach or decide to detach themselves and not provide their bodily resource to that person you say my arguments are disanalogous yeah. but you agreed with like the main one that i was using
1: well, hold on. Well, that wasn't really the main one. I mean, no, no, that was to, the main forward, one. But, yeah. Okay. But what I'm, but what I'm saying the is, on it too. it's neither here nor there. What I'm saying is, is that when you're talking about that, if you are directly responsible for, again, this is this is gonna be like the sixth time that we've gone into this. so I'm not gonna really go in too far. But um, <laughs> but um, or that's what he said. But anyway, so uh, so yeah, so it doesn't really matter. Like when you're talking about if you uh, if you are directly responsible for. Uh, the killing of that person, then yeah, that that's where we kind of where we kind of just. I don't know, we we just don't agree. It's like, well, if you are responsible for the killing of that person, I believe that you should be penalized. Um if you go you know, far back but...
0: enough, why even be personally responsible for them? What if we had a society where everybody was sort of raised into a social contract where they acknowledged that their right. life was equally valuable to the lives of everyone around them? So anytime in that instance, anytime a person's life could be sacrificed to save a number of people's lives greater than their own, they would just be expected to do it and criminally penalized if they didn't. That might actually end up being a better society than ours, depending on how it was handled, but the idea Terrifies Mm -hmm. me. I like the fact that at the end of the day, people are ultimately self-reliant. I think that's a good thing. I'm scared of the potential legal and philosophical consequences of, yeah, yeah, moving away from that.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, so let let me ask you this too, because you had two things that I saw that you mentioned, um, a little while ago that I want to kind of shed some light on. So you said that in, in one video that you had, you said that, uh, that based on the on the pro life argument you're saying look if a change in diet you know, could dis di, sh- should could decrease like miscarriages by, like oh, twenty okay. or thirty percent. Like, yeah, you forgot to bring that one up. We didn't even get, ah, oh, damn,
0: that's such a good one too. <laughs> Fuck, we oh, missed.
1: Hey, 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 I'm bringing it up right now. So like, don't want to spend too much time just because we've been on here. I don't know how long, like, hour and a half, fucking two hours. I don't know. But um, but anyway, so you're like, look, if you, if a change in diet could decrease miscarriage by twenty or thirty percent, is it murder or negligible homicide at least if you don't eat a certain way? Do you, you stand by that that question, right?
0: Yeah, I think it's an interesting question.
1: I oh, agreed Agreed. I absolutely believe that is an interesting question. Uh, so so my answer to you, I don't know if any pro-lifers actually answered you, so I'm just going to answer you. So, uh, so I would say n- no, because, I mean, you have most studies, or at least most studies will conclude that by eating, like, ultra-processed foods, like cereals, processed meats, or fucking biscuits, that you drastically increase your chances of cancer. Uh, you know, but so by the premise that you're setting, like, it's like letting your kid eat, like, fucking Captain Crunch should be considered a crime. Time, right, I, I find that to be just completely impractical. You're not required to give your kid the most uh, Nutritious meal possible. That, what if that, a, that what if a
0: fetus not. dies because of like really poor health habits on the part of the mother?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah What if what if well what kind of health choices by what she's eating?
0: Uh, what they're eating like maybe they're not getting enough nutrients because they're bulimic or anorexic in which case the fetus could be starved out malnutrition it could be okay, that so they're she's, not okay. eating anything with like nutrients in it. It could be they use drugs. There are a lot of things
1: Hey. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, if you're using drugs, absolutely. But if you're talking about what you are eating, so I'm specifically talking about like what you are eating. So like if what you're eating, again, what you're eating goes into like the child like feeds off of those nutrients, right? Uh, I I would, I would believe so. Yeah, I mean, we're not fucking scientists, but I mean, it, so- it sounds right, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I imagine so. I don't know how okay. directly the diet of the mother affects the fetus. I mean, yeah, probably yeah. but a for, indirect... for you and
1: I, who aren't who aren't fucking medical experts, I mean, that, that fucking makes sense, right? That what you're eating, like, the child then feeds off of those nutrients in the womb.
0: Yeah, I don't know what else they'd be getting.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, okay, so yeah, so it's the same thing, like, if they were outside of the womb like again you are not i don't believe that you have that responsibility definitely at least not a legal responsibility that you should have to give your kid like it's like you're not forced to give your kid like a fucking vegan diet or some crazy diet that would definitely give them the best chance because there's always going to be another food also that is going to increase the or decrease the chances of this so like if you eat this i I think I, i came across one study um, I think Harvard cited it actually. Uh, I came across one study that uh, that showed that there were uh, uh, for each per each, I think it's ten percent, for every ten percent that, you uh an increase in your like ultra processed foods which they agree to be like cereals processed meats biscuits shit like that um that there was like a 12 percent increase in the chance of like fucking cancer like actual cancer you know what i mean for every 10 percent increase that you consumed these specific types of foods right so then you would also have to say it's like okay so if you fed your kid or allowed your kid at least to eat um you know cap and crunch uh, which is fucking incredible by the way uh go to cereals so if you uh, allow your kid to eat like cap and crunch or whatever then when you're if you're if your kid dies so so your essentially um, cancer, your argument is that you future, it's like mm.
0: your argument is that you couldn't hold the mother responsible because you wouldn't want to criminalize them for eating things that they would otherwise be expected to, eat, to have the kid eat but if they did things yeah, that the exactly. kid couldn't do okay i don't know if that's necessarily is, a good that, argument. is that fair well it's it's definitely a cohesive argument i'd have to think about it because i haven't heard that counter argument um yeah okay We've been going for about an hour 45, which is an impressive length sure. of time to dedicate sure, to a subject man. like this. Um, yeah, I, um, I, I have a dentist appointment later today, which is going to inflict hey, no upon worries, my mouth man. terror, which uh, might make it a little difficult for me to schedule something immediately after. But I hope that soon we can talk about institutionalized racism, because after I blew hey, some man. Nazis the fuck out on that subject, who I think would agree with most you of your points. You blew some
1: Nazis the fuck out?
0: Yeah. That's like Are they legitimate
1: Nazis, or are you just saying that they oh, are? Oh, no no no, just... no, 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 no.
0: Yeah, legitimate Nazis. Oh yeah, they'd put you in a camp.
1: Dude, I did see one thing. One thing that I definitely want to say is that I saw you, um, uh, I saw you debate. Was it abortion that you were, no, you were debating, I think institutional racism on, was it modern debates when it was like human and destiny versus the other, those other yeah, two those, guys.
0: Yeah. Those two were the Nazis. Yeah. That was a uh, James. Olsen yeah, and Eric I wouldn't say
1: at, at, at very least, I would say that the one guy, there was one guy who wasn't showing his face and there was one guy who is showing his face. Right. So I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't necessarily based on what I saw, I didn't see the entire thing, but I saw most of it. Um, Based on what I saw, I wouldn't say that that guy specifically was a Nazi, Man, but there, there were some there were some questionable things that I was, especially like anytime that someone brings up the 1350, I've debunked that so many times, bro. I'm like, bro, stop, stop, and especially for conservatives. I'm like, you're making us look bad. Stop doing that. You know what I mean? But um, It's a surprising yeah.
0: degree of charitability. I mean, you can look into their backgrounds. They're full on like Jew posting, like Jewish question, Holocaust denial, like the full the whole nine yards. What do you mean? Really? yeah there are a lot of people oh, yeah, like that yeah. online a lot of them i
1: don't know any i never looked into them
0: <laughs> you probably have quite a few in your audience too they tend to congregate around conservative uh, demagogues you know um though they may disagree yeah, with some obviously
1: of obviously i denounce any type of you know nazi shit sure yeah we just we
0: just got a lot of it around these days we all got to be careful you know
1: I, I hear what you're saying, man. But again, Vosh, again, uh, even though we came to a disagreement here, man, and we were not able to find that, well, we were able to find some common ground on a couple of things, um, but not the main, uh, I guess, core argument, which is which is okay. Um, I hope that at least. It, it, that I was able to at least give you Something that was uh, at least Interesting as far as arguments go at least at the Very end when you were talking about your miscarriage By 20 or 30% at least you said that hey well that's Actually an interesting argument or whatever so um, So yeah man so I definitely appreciate your Time I, I appreciate you accepting The debate um, And uh, yeah I, I, am, I am Down to come back on uh, after I'm finished My institutional racism you know Research and all that I'll reach out to you and then you Can schedule it whenever you feel necessary
0: all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that should be easy enough. Thank you. I appreciate you coming on, um, though abortion topics are always uh, uh, interesting. I always, these, I always love these conversations. I'm always happy to have them. Have a good one, and uh, I'll talk too, to you soon, okay? You too. All right. Peace. All right. We did it. Go team. I feel like I was on good form that one. I said I said before that abortion is the most boring topic. Wrong. Veganism is the most boring topic. This is the second most boring topic. Nicely done, people. I think I was in good form there. Never talking about abortion again. I say, um, even though I'm probably going to in like a week. That it was pretty. That was a fun talk though. I had fun. Um, you were too nice though. Uh, w- one of the reasons I don't like abortion discussions is because usually the arguments are wiggly enough there's usually enough variance in them that um it's really really difficult to find big pop-off moments um but next debate's going to be uh, uh systemic racism so we'll see how that one goes um half a fertilized eggs ever implant yeah, yeah it's, there's a lot of you yeah. you have to develop some kind of debate tactic to break the fucking hour-long circular arguments yeah possibly but in the end i'm actually i'm actually really satisfied with how that argument went because he had to bite the bullet. He had to bite the bullet and say that um, he had to bite the bullet and acknowledge that he would he would advocate for like the state criminally penalizing you not medically holding out on the friend, which that's more than I normally get. Usually I just get incoherent screaming. Um, Also, I I thought about that reptile argument midway through, but it's actually really really interesting because to him he said the difference between killing something and letting something die was really important to him. For me, an abortion is letting something die. You're detaching it from your body. Um, That's what you're attempting to do. But if you lay eggs like a reptile, then you're always letting them die. Like, because they're detached from your body, you have to upkeep them afterwards. By, like, sitting on them or whatever. Um, Why don't you say that? I did say that. Um, Anyway, uh, yeah. I think... I think I, I thought about that midway through. I think I'm going to use that more in the future because I'm really interested. The thing is, I, I said this before. I said this while talking with him, but this is 100% the case. Okay, get ready for it. Okay, nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a shit about the um, about the bodily autonomy argument. Nobody does. Nobody pays attention to it. Okay, everybody just is privately in their head. They're doing the personhood argument. Okay, in their head, it's all about whether or not it's morally wrong. For for like to for them to for a fetus to die. That's what everyone's doing in their head. I do it a little bit too, because I do think I don't think that zygotes and fetuses are persons. You know, I, I don't think that. Um, I try to make the bodily autonomy arguments outside of that, uh, because I don't think that political policy. I don't think that like stuff like that should hinge on these highly esoteric and very often religiously justified definitions of personhood. Um, but yeah, it always gets muddled up in that. Unfortunately, there are just no satisfying answers for the personhood thing, because... Because it's... It's like, uh, I think personhood is when the entity has the unique DNA. Okay, I think personhood is an emergent characteristic developed through experience. Okay, like... Alright. Um, consciousness isn't really something that we can ever understand. Unfortunately, um... Consciousness as a philosophical concept is one of those things we might never be able to understand. Consciousness is like a, um, it's like a little, it's like a little window out into the universe. You know, you can see other people's windows, but you can never see out from them. But until you see out from one, you never know what you're looking at. You can see like the window into another person's consciousness by how they behave, but you can never see out from their end. You don't know what's behind the window. You can only see the window, um, which means it's not possible to know. I don't know if it's ever possible to know, really. Like, I think solipsism or, like, the, the, the concept of the philosophical zombie might always be a thing. Why is that scary? Well, that's scary depending on how you think about philosophy. I guess some people find it alienating because they're never going to be able to truly know other people. You can talk to people and listen to people, but, like, what's going on out here is a fraction of what's going on in here. Um, really, the best, solution, the best solution is just to be open and communicative with other people. Um... Yeah, I can't believe you believe that letting somebody die isn't the same as killing them. What happened to utilitarian calculus? So utilitarian calculus is something that I say kind of as a meme. In reality, utilitarian consideration involves an overlapping series of rule obligations. Even an act utilitarian would have to acknowledge the fact that there are broader consequences to... um to behaviors which may be, like, in a specific instance good. I can give you a really, really easy example. If you live anywhere in the developed world, your money is worth infinitely more to a poor person than it is to you, okay? Like, if you have, like, $20 in your wallet, that $20 to you is worth nothing compared to $20 in the hands of a homeless person. That's, like, five days of them getting to live compared to you. But are you morally obligated to give all the money that you have, with the exception of that which you need to survive to other people? I would say that you're not. Because at the end of the day, I think when you engage in that kind of behavior... Now, hold on. It's moral to do it. Hold on. It's moral to do it. You should do it if you... Like, that's a good thing to do. It's a good thing to do. But, like... Realistically speaking, nobody lives their life that way. And there's a reason for that. And I think that fundamentally it's because humans are self-interested. And I think that society behaves generally pretty well when you take that into account. Society and building a good society are all about incentives. The incentive structure is all about making a good society. Everything everything is about incentives, okay? From feudalism to tribal societies to modern-day neoliberal capitalism, everything is about that incentive structure, baby. You want to make a good incentive structure okay and the fact of the matter is is that it's much better to address these big systemic issues through an appropriately incentivized manner than it is to morally expect everyone to engage in huge amounts of self-sacrifice that's not as effect it's not as effective it doesn't do as well and i think it leads to like really weird dick waving where people are like haha i donated three quarters of my paycheck to to, the make a wish foundation Hold on. Sorry, humans all being inherently self-interested just isn't based on reality, though. Well, it is It is depending on how how far back you draw the line. There are selfless people, but selfless people are selfless because they enjoy doing things for other people. They're satisfying their own personal internal moral criteria. If you want to get, like, really, like, egoist with it, you have to recognize the fact that at the end of the day, humans are only capable of doing things that they want to do. Even if it's a choice between two despicable, terrible things you don't want to do, you're the only one controlling your own neural synapse you know you're doing all the things that you do even through coercion even through torture and murder and everything else horrible life has to throw at you you're the one in control of your own brain i guess if you want to get some transhumanist bent you can change that but fundamentally that's how people tend to be so the goal is incentive structures you want to build society in such a way that people want to do selfless things to other people that's the goal and they would do it in a for like a selfless for a selfish way you know does it matter like whether or not a person's doing things for other people because they like doing things for other people or because it's some sort of ascetic personal self-sacrifice it's yeah it's it's all it's all it's all mixed and complicated but but altruism altruism i'm talking about altruism here my dudes guys if there's a guy who derives a ton of personal self-sacrifice his brain sorry not self-sacrifice there are uh, personal self-enjoyment from the brain chemicals that he gets when he helps other people, who the fuck cares if he's doing it to help his brain chemicals? He probably doesn't think he's doing it to help his brain chemicals. If your person's going around uh, and, um, wait, hold on. Vosh, no humans tend towards mutual benefit before society. This t- This... This, this doesn't invalidate what I was saying. Wait, no, no, people don't understand what I'm talking about again. And I'm going to have to explain. I'm not saying that all humans are inherently selfish. I'm saying that the entire... Okay why do you think social animals get along with one another it's because evolution's evolution designed their brains in such a way as to incentivize on an internal level them engaging with others in a mutually beneficial way that's why social animals are smarter than non-social animals that's why lizards are dumb and cats and humans are smart it's because cats and humans form like social societies which uh which involve like yeah it's self it, self interest isn't selfishness these aren't the same thing. I think a lot of people are hearing like dumb libertarian takes in my head um yeah, this is self interest and selfishness are completely separate things okay, like I'll give you guys an example remember when we when um oh my pack upcoming pack i want to donate money to it to a political action committee okay um I want to donate money to it, like a lot of money, maybe 200, let's say a quarter million dollars for my own money, flat out from my bank account, a quarter million, okay? Is that a selfish thing of me to do, to spend a quarter million of my own dollars to potentially help, like, a progressive get into candidacy? Like, is that a selfish thing to do? I would say most reasonable people would say no. I mean, it's a quarter million. I could buy, like, any car I wanted. Uh, I could buy a house. I could buy anything. Well, not anything, but it's not selfish. It is self-interested. It is in my self-interest to do this. Do you know why? Because if I do it, when I do it, I'm going to get brain chemicals, whoosh, whoosh. I'm going to get brain chemicals. The world will benefit because ideally we can get a progressive um, in, um, in in office, and that makes the brain chemicals, whoosh, whoosh. The brain, whoosh, brain chemicals, yeah, whoosh. Um, and uh, uh, also, frankly, it fulfills a lot of social obligations that I have with you guys because I promised you to, that I'd do it, and you're all gonna white people happy me into oblivion once I actually do do it. And whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. I see the white people happy, the serotonin activation. Whoosh. It's, yeah, I don't, like. I hope you guys understand that the best thing in the world is when people derive pleasure from helping one another. I hope you guys understand that's like the best thing, right? That's like the, that's the goodest thing. Okay. What do you want? Everyone who helps every other person being like this ascetic, like miserable, like I don't, I don't enjoy any of this. But uh, I gotta, uh, I got it. Like no, come on. We should, we should be
1: having fun. Let's, let's, yeah. Peepo wide.
0: There are many different psychological theories of altruism. I just wanted to explain that what I was describing was not the same as your standard capitalist right libertarian. Uh, all humans are selfish. Like, that's how society works. All humans are selfish. So, like, we should just, like, let society be, like, so the selfish people can just do whatever they want. Because that's how selfish, the people are selfish. Which is not true. The reason why humans are strong is because of collaborative behavior. But collaborative behavior is self-interested. That's the social contract. You think human beings got to where they were because we're all individualistic, atomized, like, libertarians running free in the forest? Fuck no. Everything that we built, everything worthwhile, was because humans came together and worked on shit. Um, and got along, at least for some length of time. Um. How did we get on this from abortion? Tem- Tempest, include this in the abortion cut, okay? Tem- I know you're watching right now. Include- This goes in there too, okay? Just fuck it. Throw them all in there, okay? <sighs> Yeah, socialism is a matter of self-interest, too. I want to be clear about that, by the way. It really frustrates me when, like, capitalists or right-leaning people are like, I don't want to do socialism because I'm not self-in- cause, cause I'm self-interested. Like, why would I want socialism when I only care about myself? Like, well, hey, man, socialism's everyone's benefit. Come on. Come on. Come on.